This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Ethiopian food has been the focus of the past few posts to my blog, as well as the previous podcast to this episode. I started traveling down this spice road with a column that appeared in the Mail Tribune food section last week, all about exploring the realm of global spices in the name of health and adding interest to your menu in the new year. I started with the spice blend Berberet, the quintessential flavor of Ethiopia. And that was posted to my blog on January 13th under the headline, Cook Spice Road Meanders from Morocco to Ethiopia. That same post also included a recipe for an infused clarified butter, the tirakibe. I may be mispronouncing that, but it contains a lot of the spices in Berberet. They're just infused into the butter itself. And that's a key ingredient of the most recent post to my blog, which features what's been called the national dish of Ethiopia, the chicken stew dorawat. This stew doesn't just contain chicken, and curiously for some diners, hard-boiled eggs, but onions, lots and lots of onions, according to Daniel Neiman, who's a food writer for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and tested this recipe a couple of years back. This is the recipe that I mentioned in this podcast previous episode that I would post this week. It's just a wonderful comfort food that's intensely flavored, deeply nourishing, that I would highly encourage you to try to move outside your normal cooking comfort zone. I'll give the recipe for that in this podcast, But first, that infused clarified butter that's essential to the recipe. Natir kibe, which calls for whole black peppercorns, cardamom pods, black, not green, whole cloves, fenugreek seeds, coriander seeds, cumin seeds, chopped onion, minced garlic, minced ginger, a cinnamon stick, dried oregano, ground nutmeg, ground turmeric, and a pound of butter. This is going to make more than you need. It's going to make enough for 22 servings or several recipes. It was adapted by Tribune News Service from the Daring Gourmet, and you're going to need a small amount of it for the Doro Watt. So it starts by toasting in a dry skillet over medium heat, one teaspoon whole black peppercorns, the three black cardamom pods, three whole cloves, a teaspoon fenugreek seeds, a teaspoon coriander seeds, and a half teaspoon cumin seeds. Stir those frequently until they're fragrant for about two minutes. Place those toasted spices in an oven-proof bowl along with a quarter cup chopped onion, It could be an onion of any variety, but a sweet onion probably won't impart as much flavor as a yellow or red variety. You also want to add to the oven-proof bowl 
three tablespoons peeled and minced garlic, two tablespoons peeled and minced ginger, the cinnamon stick, one teaspoon dried oregano, a quarter teaspoon ground nutmeg, and a quarter teaspoon ground turmeric. Place the pound of butter on top of the spices and cook in the preheated 200 degree oven for one hour. Remove the bowl from the oven and skim the white solids off the top. That melted butter should now be clear. You should be able to see through it. That's what clarifying butter does. Strain the mixture through fine cheesecloth or a fine mesh strainer into another bowl or container and refrigerate. When solidified, remove the butter from that bowl, turn it over, it's gotta be solid to do this, and scrape the white solids off what used to be the bottom. These are the milk solids. This process leaves behind basically the pure fat that's in the butter. Place the remainder of that solidified butter minus those milk solids in a bowl or ramekin or a jar with a tight fitting lid if you can pack it into that. Cover it and store at room temperature for several weeks or in the refrigerator for many months. You can keep this on hand. You don't have to make a lot of Ethiopian recipes right out of the gate. But of course, this could also be used to flavor any number of dishes, just giving it that little something special. I bet it's really, really delicious on popcorn. And that is Natir Kibe. It's an essential ingredient in this next recipe that I'll give for Doro Wat, which has been called the national dish of Ethiopia. You need five tablespoons of that infused clarified butter. Doro Wat contains five onions, although Daniel Neiman claimed it could contain more <laughs> because they're caramelized and cooked down until they're almost just texture. They aren't even really identifiable so much as onions. The cooking takes more than an hour before you ever even add the chicken to this dish, that these onions are just melting down in the pot. So start by peeling and finely chopping five onions. Again, this is probably best as a yellow or red variety to have really deep oniony flavor. You also need three tablespoons finely chopped garlic, three tablespoons peeled and minced fresh ginger, some salt as needed, seven tablespoons of berberet. And that recipe can be found in that post we previously mentioned with the Natir Kibe at the January 13th entry to this blog at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Again, the five tablespoons into your bay, three pounds of chicken in pieces. You could use boneless, skinless chicken for this, chicken thighs. You could use pieces with the bone in, skin on. It all kind of depends on your preference. But the chicken doesn't take nearly as long to cook as some of these other ingredients. So quick cooking cut will speed up this dish a bit. It also calls for finishing the dish, four hard-cooked eggs. Start Dora Watt with those five onions that have been peeled and finely chopped. 
This is very easily accomplished in a food processor. If the task of peeling and chopping so many onions just seems daunting, that is what they made food processors for among the many, many handy uses. Although I actually like chopping my onions by hand. And I actually find that they release fewer sulfur-containing compounds when they're hand-chopped as opposed to chopped in a food processor. But it's all about your comfort level. So in a large pot over medium-high heat, start cooking those onions without any oil for 12 to 15 minutes, stirring occasionally. This is really getting the caramelization process going. Add a half cup olive oil to the pot with the onions, cover and cook for 20 minutes, stirring frequently. Add to the pot three tablespoons finely chopped garlic, the three tablespoons peeled and minced ginger, and one teaspoon salt. Add the seven tablespoons berberet and stir thoroughly. Cover and cook for 30 minutes on medium-low heat, stirring frequently about every two minutes. Stir in five tablespoons of that natir kibay, the infused clarified butter from the previous recipe. Cover the pot again and cook for 15 minutes, stirring frequently about every two minutes. Add one cup water, cover and continue cooking and stirring for 15 minutes. This is really, really bringing out the depth of flavor in all those spices before you ever add the meat. It's the backbone of this dish. Season the three pounds chicken pieces with some salt and add to the onion mixture. Cook until the chicken pieces are completely cooked through and tender. That'll take about 40 minutes. Then peel those four hard cooked eggs and cut across into the top of each, just sort of gently with a paring knife and add the eggs to the pot. Stir gently, of course, so they don't rupture. Taste and add salt if needed. Skim the oil off the top of the dish if desired. And this, of course, is especially easy if you've prepared it ahead of time and then refrigerated it before serving or if you have leftovers and they've been refrigerated and you're reheating them. And this is most typically served, of course, traditionally with Ethiopian injera flatbread, which is made from teff flour. And a recipe for it was tested along with this one using millet flour that's available from Bob's Red Mill. It's not traditional, but this recipe is also delicious with rice. And that makes eight servings of Doro Wat, a stew that doubles up on the protein, and it's been called the national dish of Ethiopia. You can find that post to my blog at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish from January 19th under the headline National Dish of Ethiopia Can't Have Too Many Onions. Find more globally inspired dishes and recipes using seasonally fresh produce on my blog again at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.